This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. home hospice care that would be jimmy carter at the age of 98 the 39th president of the united states speaking of presidents our president went cloak and dagger so to speak he snuck out of washington and went into ukraine's war zone there's been a lot of reaction to that trip what does it say to the world what does it say to russia and another earthquake rocks turkey believe it or not just another day in paradise right everybody kate delaney happy as always to be with all of you so here's what happened on this trip just briefly it's just wild to think that uh, you get an unusual news blackout and you have a visit to kiev a city under regular bombardment because that certainly has happened throughout this whole thing which is coming up on a year but um ultimately it was an extraordinary step of a couple of things including informing moscow of biden's planned visit ahead of time just a few hours ahead of time but uh an american president visiting a war torn capital in an area where military groups and mercenaries are not the type that kind of follow the rules you might say i read a piece of the washington post about it and i thought wow they just kind of nailed this it's just so shocking to think about it there was risk definitely what happened was only a few people went on the trip for example uh just a few people from the white house core white house aides three that's it the news media only two people were um notified of this possible trip and they were told that they would get an email saying details on this golf tournament so that nobody would know what they were talking about and undercover 4:30 in the morning on Sunday boom out the door of the White House and on to this journey to Kiev on an Air Force C32 that plane sat dark shades drawn away from the tarmac where it's usually parked for presidential travel and it lifted off early and then get to uh, get to Kiev eventually for a meeting with President Zelensky. But there were certainly moments where the commander-in-chief would be in in the war zone with security risks. I mean, look, there are no U.S. troops. We don't have U.S. troops stationed there. Of course we don't. So that nobody's there. That's a much different look than some of the other places that presidents have gone. So it was definitely a gamble. Is it a gamble to galvanize American support for the war? Does it provide um, a needed jolt to the global people that are opposing Russia? And does it raise the morale of the people who must be exhausted in the Ukraine? Does it do all those things? And it probably, in some senses, it probably does. The the idea is that the president felt that it was important to make the trip because of the juncture that we're in at this point, approaching the one-year anniversary of that full-scale invasion. Getting to Ukraine, going on a train first the plane the shades drawn then the then not a lot of security on the train security boarding at various points an eight car train rumbling through the polish ukrainian countryside for 10 hours wow and then of course arriving and and touring kiev and going to a memorial for people that have lost their lives ukrainians who have lost their lives in the um, in the capital city and then the two presidents with a symbolic uh stroll as photographers and others snap photos and videos and the uh, uh the news blackout was broken right because you could hear the sirens ringing out the air raid sirens and and so many of the videos and the pictures were finally r- released 
And for his part, the surprise trip to Kiev, Biden vowed enduring support for uh, Ukraine, sending an additional $460 million, planning to send that to in U.S. military assistance to the Ukraine. And, um, and meeting and talking about what's happening on the ground. I mean, look, the Biden administration has provided about $30 billion in security since Putin sent Russian forces into Ukraine back on February 24th of 2022. And hundreds of thousands of casualties, of course, uh, in the Ukraine since this has happened. And the United States and NATO allies have expanded what they're given when it comes to weaponry that they're pledging. Heavy tanks were part of that. But no F-16s, because that's one of the things that pushes in a different direction. It's one of the things that Zelensky says that they need. But this visit wasn't about arguing over F-16s. It was about uh, reaffirming backing from America for Ukraine sovereignty and the territorial integrity of that area, which, remember, Russia violated back in 2014 when Putin annexed uh, Crimea, that peninsula, and then was launching support for separatist campaigns in that eastern Donbass region of Ukraine. Uh, so that's it. You know, that was the maneuvering behind the uh, the background. It was wild to see the it was wild to see the president just sauntering the dark blue suit with Zelensky, who of course dresses in his military fatigues and boots, and uh, you know is always dressed that way, walking through the city and thinking about what does this mean, right? And certainly, it it affirms again the U.S. backing the effort in. In the Ukraine, even though there are many new polls that are coming out that show a lot of Americans are weary of the aid effort. And that's also happening across the globe. There are other people in other countries who are worried about the billions going to Ukraine instead of the priorities that they have in those particular areas. And listen, in the last couple of weeks, the White House has told Kiev they could see limits in support from the United States, but at the same time taking this cloak and dagger move and then uh, vowing for more um, dollars to be spent, more aid to be spent to, to help them, right? And there are absolutely people in Congress, especially Republicans are divided on this, as to whether to s- support or curtail support for uh, Ukraine, right? And I, and we're going to hear more about this, obviously, as we as this rambles through the rest of this week and and what's happening on the ground. And we have we certainly know that there are Russian soldiers who just are fleeing. There are Russians who don't even want to be involved in this that are under penalty of of risking their lives they're just trying to escape and get out of the situation but uh boy oh boy the acrimony between washington and moscow will grow even that much deeper that's for sure after this but support for the ukraine healthy with that visit from our president go to the man cave coming up next Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. 
Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to KateDelaneyRadio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Dennis. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. shovels because it looks like a lot of snow is already being dumped and headed your way wisconsin michigan minneapolis specifically getting a foot expected on thursday can you imagine what uh what that'll be like at least there's some preparation ahead of time in fact in that city they're asking people to be careful where they park and that's because of snow plowing and you know when it come, when you get that much snow that's what it's about. Where are you plowing and what are you doing? All right. Speaking of plowing of a different sort, the off season is interesting to plow through when it comes to who's staying, who are you going to pony up for and and uh, try to figure out how you can keep them under the salary cap in the uh, NFL. And there are certainly a slew of teams. In fact, all the teams go through that process but who could be cut and uh, where can they save and all of that. And that's the conversation that's just hot and heavy right now, including if you look at America's team, which is still really the Dallas Cowboys, people say anyway, Ezekiel Elliott, who was a superstar running back. Could he be cut? There is the possibility that conversation is happening a lot in, uh, in Dallas. And then you look at quarterback shuffles, Aaron Rodgers. Back with Green Bay or perhaps someplace else like the New York Jets. How about Derek Carr released from the Raiders? Where does he pop up next? At least one conversation that we don't have to have is Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. He retired for good. And we know it's for good. I really trust what he said by releasing that clip weeks and weeks ago where he was on a beach saying, I'm not going to go through big rigmarole because I already did that, but uh, this is the end. Thank you, everybody, and kind of went off. And we'll eventually end up with Fox 
but not for another year and a half. So the speculation over anything with Brady is that's over. Uh, now it's the other quarterbacks, the shuffle that'll happen uh, there that's being heavily, heavily talked about. What I think is interesting that just happened is in NASCAR because you you had the Super Bowl of NASCAR that just uh, just was raced the Daytona 500, and I love the story. I talked about this briefly in hour one when we were talking to Ryan Clark, a chef who was out right there at the NASCAR uh, opener and had some great tailgating recipes. But anyway. Ricky Steinhaus Jr. was not predicted to win the Daytona 500, but uh, it's the first win for him in over 2,060 days. That long, a 199 race winless streak. Longest Daytona 500 in history, and he wins it. That's got to feel good. Oh, when you have a drought like that, oh, and it's just hanging on you. Because you so want you so want to be there on that podium, what a roller coaster career! Because then you got to fight to keep your job. You got to have your you got to get your seat. I mean, he lost his seat at a premier NASCAR team, and he opened his 14th season in a five-year losing streak. So it is an understatement to say this is a huge win for him. It was double overtime and under caution on Sunday, the longest running of what's called the great American race. The two overtime laps pushed the Daytona 500 to a record 212 laps, dozens of laps beyond the scheduled distance and 530 miles. So that's what it is. 530 miles. So good for uh, him, a huge win. It's um, it's a win for the T. It's the win for the JTG Darty Racing team, and um, the team is is owned by a former NBA player, Brad Darty, and and uh, two others. But it is a big win for them. Oh, a big win for them. So how about that? I love it. I mean, what a great, uh, what a great thing, what a great thing for him. You know, this is a this is a guy from. I, I, I love this story. This is a guy from Olive Branch, Mississippi, right? Olive Branch, Mississippi. That is such a cool. That's such a cool place. I mean, it's a cool, cool name of a city, but. Uh, Incredible, incredible win for him. All right, we bounce to the courts because, you know, you're in the man cave. I'm in the man cave. Whoever else is in the man cave to uh, to talk here about what's happening in the sports world. And in the NBA, we're at that uh, we're at that point now. The what I call the the halfway point. Right. And um, the NBA All-Star game, you had the first team to 182 wins, the fourth quarter untimed. So it was about who gets to 182 wins, um, you know, points. So Team Giannis, 184. Team LeBron, 175. Um, It was just a kind of a different all-star weekend. Some historic performances and... Uh, slam dunk contests and the things that they normally do there. But it does mark more than anything else that halfway point of the season that we're going now in a different direction for who's going to make it when it's at the end of this, who's going to make it in and who's going to represent ultimately in the East and the West. And it's been a weird season. I mean, I've dipped in and out of the NBA and, and watching some of the injuries, watching some of where the teams stand at this point, um, you know, you have LeBron on a team that is, I mean, he's the GOAT, right? Is, is he not the GOAT? We could argue for Michael Jordan. We could argue about some other players, but I think you got to give it to LeBron James and, 
here he is. This is still, I mean, how much more are we going to see of LeBron James eventually? And they're fifth in the Pacific Division at this point. So he is, he's the star. And he's scored the most points in, in NBA history. And every time you look at the uh, team stats, you're looking for LeBron. And LeBron knows that the the next couple of weeks, especially, really the next couple of months, I mean, this is this is it for them. They, I wouldn't count them out as playoff contenders. But then, how far do they go once they, uh, you know, once they? Once they get there. And by the way, speaking of Michael Jordan, there was a big Michael Jordan moment. He donated $20 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which Michael Jordan's a, a billionaire. But the fact that he gave that much money to them, I think, is tremendous because what Make-A-Wish does for kids, it's, an, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, to see their faces light up when... You know, the hope is really this is the this is it for for many of them. And they have this, you know, what is their wish, whether it's to go to Disney World, Disneyland or a myriad of different things. It is it is quite extraordinary, I think, what they do for kids. So bravo to him for that. It is about training camp swinging open when it comes to Major League Baseball. I know because. I'm in Florida where it is about the uh, baseball at this point, right? It's, there's a lot of spring training going on to, in our friends in Arizona are having it. And, and here in Florida, the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League. And um, there's a lot of conversation about rules, changes, and what are we going to see when the season kicks off? And, and you're going to see it in spring training. But, you know, bigger base pads, I think, is interesting. A pitch clock. And and how will that speed up the game? Because there's complaints that the game is too long. And so it needs to shorten up. And this is one way to do that. And how will that be received? Well, it's here. So it received well or not, it's happening. And some of those games are so crazy, crazy, crazy long. I'm going to catch a spring training game on Sunday. I'll bring back a full report of what it was like. Usually it's a lot of fun. All right, stay with us. Two really interesting authors coming up next. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. Flood alerts still for California as more rain is on the way. The National Weather Service issuing a flood watch for nearly the entire coast of California, from Redding to San Diego and the Mexico border, putting about 37 million residents on alert. The U.S. conducting strikes against Houthi anti-ship cruise missiles and vessels on Saturday, including an unmanned underwater vessel the Iranian-backed rebel group has used. 
Five strikes in total were conducted against three anti-ship cruise missiles, one unmanned underwater vessel, and one unmanned surface vessel. Former President Jimmy Carter marking one year in hospice care yesterday, his family celebrating his strength. Jimmy Carter right now 99 years old, the oldest living U.S. president in history. Corey Myers, USA News. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. talk to this guy all day long and wait till you hear his story he's got such a great story and he's made me rethink some of the things that i'm eating actually stan yaki is in our virtual green room and he's in our author's corner as well he's written a couple of books and the one we're going to talk about is some adventures outdoors and in the kitchen a lifetime of adventures and recipes stan thanks for coming on well thank you for having me i'm looking forward to it so we did have a great off-air conversation, and you did make me think about some of the things that I was eating and some of the things I was doing. But let's explain to people, first of all, why did you write this book? Well, Kate, I, I wrote this book after uh, spending about 30 years in corporate land and uh, uh, left there and became a, an individual uh, consultant. Uh, uh, this was in the business aviation world, but... Uh, it also freed me up a little bit uh, to uh, start thinking about uh, what I'd done over my lifetime, um, fishing, hunting, outdoors activities, uh, which I was still doing, of course. Uh, uh, living in Savannah, we had lots of opportunities. Uh, and I decided, well, let's write down some stories and, and uh, you know, see if we can tell a, uh, paint a picture about my lifetime uh, uh, and all the enjoyment uh, uh, that I, I, you know, had over the years uh, with friends and family. Uh, and then uh, I was learning how to cook uh, very slowly and without, uh, you know, a whole lot of uh, training or, or whatnot, uh, watching the cooking channel and the food network uh, on occasion. Uh, and with my wife laughing in the background that I couldn't handle more than one uh, one dish at a time. Uh, but we worked through that, and so I said, uh, okay, I've got all these stories that I've written now. I call them adventures, um, and gee whiz, what, what do you do with them? What does the world need when it comes to wild fish and game? 
And it occurred to me from having visited uh, um, both online and uh, actual uh, bookstores, et cetera, there aren't a whole lot of menu-oriented uh, books uh, to help people uh, when they have the opportunity to cook wild fish in game. Uh, and so I took a menu approach. Um, uh, and so each of the adventures uh, in the book, and there are 25 uh, in some adventures outdoors, uh, has a menu that uh, will uh, help the, the the reader or the, the chef enjoy uh, taste, texture, temperature, and tint or color compatibility. Uh, now, oh. obviously, you can you can switch uh, you know various side dishes or salads uh, between uh, menus. But it, it, it gives you uh, kind of a roadmap if somebody were to show up on your front door, be it a relative, a husband, a wife, uh, or, you know, just a friend, uh, and present you with a piece of venison or a, or a striped bass that they happen to have uh, caught, you know, the, that afternoon. What do I do with this? And so that's the approach I took. I love it. You told me a great story. You have to share this with the listeners about mountain goats and uh, um, your daughter. Tell us, tell tell the world that story. Okay. Well, back in 1987, I had uh, the opportunity, uh, based on a lottery draw, uh, for a mountain goat tag in the North Cascades of Washington uh, to hunt mountain goat. Uh, a very good friend of mine and his older brother. Uh, accompanied me on two different uh, outings up to 6,000 feet uh, in the Cascades, and we brought home a goat. Uh, when I arrived home, and keeping in mind this is 1987, we didn't have uh, uh, cell phones, uh, and so as I dropped off uh, uh, my hunting companion, uh, I called my wife uh, at her parents' house and told her that I was on my way home and that I had uh, been successful at harvesting a goat. And so uh, she told my children, my uh, five-year-old son and three-year-old daughter at the time, uh, Daddy's bringing home a goat. And so uh, I arrived, and and I was in the kitchen uh, preparing to, uh, you know, portion out the meat, and uh, my daughter and children walked in, and, my little daughter says, uh, Daddy, Daddy, where's the goat? I want to see the goat. And so uh, I took them all out onto the back porch, uh, and um, I had laid the, the hide, the complete hide, on the deck. <laughs> and that was not exactly what, what everybody had in mind. I bet that surprised her. I love that story. And you told me she constantly brings that up to you now oh, as an yes. adult. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I oh, love yes. it. I love she it. She and some of our neighbor kids uh, to this day, uh, you know, will we'll talk about it. Well, gee whiz, I rounded the corner of the house, and, and there was a, a deer um, being processed, uh, you know, hanging from a tree limb. <laughs> Wow! So I've had my I've had my uh, uh, not very family friendly moments uh, uh, har- uh, processing my harvest. Yeah, I love it. You <laughs> said, like I said, um, you you know you and I talked about what do you want people to know? What do you want people to take away from reading this book? Well, uh, I think the main things, Kate, are that uh, uh, a uh, adventures in the outdoors. Uh, are very, very important, I believe, to to everybody. Uh, whether you're hunting, whether you're fishing, uh, doesn't matter in the sense that uh, getting out there and enjoying uh, nature, enjoying uh, uh, what there is in terms of, of beauty, uh, diversity of uh, plants and, and uh, wildlife. I could sit, uh, and I have done this, I can sit on a stump and, and, and watch a, a herd of elk uh, or uh, a bunch of squirrels or whatever for, you know, for literally an hour, uh, just watching them be who they are. 
and and so uh, my message or my my intent with this book uh, is you know, look at look at the photos in the book. Uh, there are plenty, uh, and and see uh, the kinds of things that I've been fortunate to uh, uh, experience over the years, and know that that is out there for you as well. If, you know, depending on what you do with it or what, whether you do it, and then if you do hunt or fish and harvest something, uh, here's a, a, a you know a collection of menus that you can apply to what you have in hand. Yeah, exactly. And then you know how to match them up. And is that a great satisfaction to you to learn how to cook? Because I mean, you've got. You've become pretty good, I would assume, Stan, in reading your book. Well, I'm I'm decent, so put it that way. Um, uh, people have said, "Oh, you should open a restaurant, or you should compete on Chopped, or something like that." <laughs> and the answer is, "Oh no, that would be a very bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> so you, I do okay in my own kitchen. I and I thoroughly enjoy cooking. Uh, now that my wife is gone, uh, you know it's. Uh, uh, sometimes challenging to uh, uh, make something fun and interesting just for myself, uh, or, or you know, frequently I'll call a neighbor and say, you know, if you haven't already fixed dinner, come on down because I I dearly love to to cook and to share. Yeah, I, I can imagine getting that phone call. Your neighbors rush to your house. I'm certain of it. <laughs> so so we have a couple of minutes left. Give me one of your great adventures. What was your favorite adventure? I know that's hard because you've been everywhere. Favorite, favorite adventure. Oh golly, that is very hard. Uh, well, I, I will say it's it's kind of a, a, a predecessor to an adventure in the book called family a family tradition. Uh, when I was two weeks shy of my eighth birthday in Washington State, uh, my grandfather was visiting from Iowa. I uh, didn't know much about ocean fishing, uh, and so my family uh, took him up to Nia Bay, Washington, which is on the Macaw Indian Reservation on the northwest tip of the Olympic Peninsula, uh, and we went uh, king salmon fishing. Long and short of it is, I caught a 29-pound, 15-ounce king salmon. Oof. Which for which for us almost eight year old kid was was pretty special and pretty unusual. Uh, fast forward, my son was two weeks shy of his ninth birthday, and my dad and I decided, well, it's time to take him uh, salmon fishing as well. We had been salmon fishing out on the uh, Puget Sound, uh, but this was. This was the the big time going out to the ocean uh, at Nia Bay, and w- within a hundred yards of where I had hooked uh, my fish many many years previous, uh, my son hooked a, a nice king salmon, and we battled it for a while and brought it to the boat and twenty nine pounds fifteen ounces. It was absolutely identical in size and weight. Wow! And so that was that was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, that's a great adventure. So you can tell there's lots of stories, lots of good stuff for you. Pick this up: some adventures outdoors and in the kitchen, a lifetime of adventures and recipes. I'm also going to throw this in. He's another book: some southern adventures outdoors and in the kitchen, a collection of southern adventures and recipes. Both are great. Stan, thank you so much for joining us. Okay. Thanks for having me, and I hope everybody gets out there and has some adventures and eat what you harvest. Ooh, I love that. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. 
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Welcome, Suzanne Scheidecker-Cook. Her book, A Mentor at Your Fingertips. Boy, this is something I think that is so necessary. She and I had a wonderful off-air conversation about what is lacking. And she talks about in her book that mentoring is her passion. And that, you know, she's got these tips for success. And that it's reader-friendly. And it's a book that you can pick up and read really, I think at any point. And it's something that I did. So Suzanne, thanks for coming on. And what was your motivation to, I need to put this together and get it out in the world. Well, first I'm very honored to be a guest on your show. And then uh, to answer your question, I have worked my whole career in very conservative, male dominated industries and the rules are different. And um, there's a lot of, folks out there that, uh, I don't want to say pose, but, you know, they put themselves as career experts, and maybe in a, in, in their particular field they are, but uh, for the conservative industries like banking, uh, the government, transportation, construction, the rules are much stricter. So I got tired of yelling at the TV and the computer screen, and I decided to take a positive step and and write my experiences down for people who don't actually have, who aren't blessed to actually have a mentor in the um, workplace. And you talk about, like, very in the very beginning, you talk about, you know, with the workplace, that the, the ground rules. And you have a quote. You say, people may doubt what you say, but they will always believe what you do. And you say there's an unspoken code of conduct in business, which you call the ground rules. And you list the rules, and it's really easy to go through the rules. Give us what you think is one of the most important, because obviously there are a lot of rules you have 12 altogether, but pick out one and tell us about that that's in the book. I think it's a 
the fall the fall through and then my last one the determination and perseverance i think those are uh the most important and keeping your sense of humor there's just going to be times that um things are falling apart and instead of jumping down everybody's throat or picking somebody apart that isn't uh productive being part of the team or to making it work, keeping your sense of humor and a positive outlook, I think goes a long way in just your personal life and also your professional life. Yeah. And in that last ground rule too, you talk about, as you, as you said, how important it is. You talk about that we live in an impatient age where we are encouraged to have it now and everything seems to move at the speed of light. Boy, isn't that true? I mean, really fast, especially now when you look at technology. So how did you break the book down? How did you uh, organize the book so it would be easy, like you say, a mentor at your fingertips? Well, it's actually about two years of work of my life. I would write in the evenings and on the weekends. And then when I would start reading it, and throughout the book, I ask and I advise others to have somebody that you trust, you know, read your work. And, and there was a lot of don't, 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 don't. And I wanted it to have a positive tone. So I just sat down after I wrote my first draft and decided, okay, well, what comes first? And I thought, well, the ground rules come first and why I wrote the book. And then uh, it's very important if you're selling yourself, uh, and just to get ahead, you need to know what your goals are. And a lot of people, they don't, they don't set their own personal goals. And also, too, they don't, a lot of people, especially those that go to business school, they're familiar with a, a SWOT analysis, but they don't do, they don't take personal stock of their own strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And, and how that would apply to their personal and professional life, which I feel are very important. So I just sat it down in what I thought the order was and what my mentors, because I've been very blessed throughout my life to have some really terrific mentors, what they taught me and the order they taught me in. And so that's how I laid out the book. Yes, yeah, SWOT analysis is so important. That was a game changer for me. It changed my life by by doing that. And you talk about the strengths and the weaknesses and the opportunities and the threats. And you have this at the end of, of what I'll call chapters where you, you say challenge yourself and you list questions and you, you, you prompt people uh, that read the book to do it. Is that also part of your thinking? Like, hey, let's take some action. Yes, I think it's really important. Um, my whole life I've practiced music or, you know, uh, played musical instruments. And so that's part of, you know, music. You you learn it, but then you have to put it into practice, and you have to challenge yourself, especially on the difficult parts of the music. But also my mentors, too, my, my again, i was been very blessed. They would challenge me. So they would give me something that made me put it into practice. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'm going to do that and and challenge folks who read it so they will get motivated and see, you know, something for them to put it into practice to learn. Yeah. And again, the name of the book is A Mentor at Your Fingertips. Suzanne Scheidecker-Cook, we're speaking with uh, with her right now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. People always ask me this question, and like you, I've been very fortunate to to have mentors People ask me, well, how do I get a mentor? How do I find a mentor? And I think that's the idea partially, too, of your your book. Okay, you don't have one. Here you go. That's why a mentor at your fingertips. But how would you answer that question when someone says, well, then how can I also get a mentor? I think that um, working hard and taking the extra step, it brings you, it sets you apart from others. So those in the chain of command notice you more and that's different than um, people can spot it when you're doing it for the right reason. And then volunteering, like a lot of people will, will roll their eyes when your boss asks, well, who would like to help out with a Christmas party or the team baseball game or whatever it is? And a lot of people will, will roll their eyes. But volunteering for those type of activities, one, uh, again, it it sets you apart, but also, too, you get to know people from other parts of your organization, and you're not just a name on a 
on a roster, people will say, oh, I've worked with him or her. You know, they're a really great person. They have a sense of humor or, boy, do they work hard or something like that. So then you get known in the organization. But, again, I caution people, um, anybody who's been around for a while, they know there's a saying that I really like, if you do the right thing for the wrong reason, it's still the wrong thing to do. So I think you have to be motivated to do the right thing in the workplace. Yeah. For you, was what was the biggest challenge about doing the book? Um, I guess keeping the tone positive and then also um, being very candid about, like, the dress code. Interviewers won't tell you, well, uh, gee, gosh, she wore a miniskirt and uh, that doesn't go on her environment because they're afraid of getting sued. They're not going to say, um, I'm sorry, we don't wear four-inch heels. Uh, in this environment. So um, things like that with the dress code was really hard because there's a lot of the looks that I, on a personal level, I love, you know, like the um, handkerchief hem. And I think some of the looks are very pretty, again, but outside of work, not in a conservative environment. So I think throughout the, the challenge for me was to keep the tone positive to really think about the personal challenges at the end of each chapter and also starting each chapter with a quote to make each chapter a standalone or you can just read any chapter. You don't have to read the whole book if you don't want to. And um, and just being honest about the way it is, especially for women in conservative, conservative environments because folks will say, well, no, that doesn't matter anymore. But having... And still being a woman, because a lot of times I'm the only woman in a room full of men, yes, things haven't changed that much. So I think it's very important. Again, there's a difference between inspiring people, which I think is very important. But when you're a mentor to somebody, I think there's a a candidness in the relationship, which um, is sometimes hard to take. So I think that was my challenge to do that. We have just a couple of minutes left, so last question. What do you hope people take away from reading your book? Um, then I hope that it achieves my goal of helping them get to the next step and uh, putting them in a position where they do get blessed to have a real-life mentor. But in the meantime, that my book will help them move along in their career and also help them on a personal level, too. Yeah, perfect place to end this. A mentor at your fingertips, Suzanne Scheidecker Cook. You can get it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Kate. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113, that's drinksupertea.com, or by calling 818-965-9113.